0: So what should your weight be, or does it actually matter? That's what we're discussing today on Access Health Radio.
1: Welcome to the Access Health Radio show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be talking about the best way to monitor your weight on Access Health Radio.
0: I'm Mike Davis. Dr. Brian Forrest is a board-certified family physician from Apex. We'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the companies that support our program.
1: Thanks to Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home, often with free shipping at costs that are much less than the big box pharmacies. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com. We'd also like to thank WeCare Pharmacy, our local pharmacy in Apex, for sponsoring our tip of the week. You can check them out at WeCareOfApex.com. The folks there will also be helping us out with some special shows this year on prescription medications. And we'd also like to thank Wake Family Eye Care, who sponsors Access Health Radio Trivia. And you can check them out at WakeFamilyEyeCare.com. Also, Dr. Badwan will be our special guest for some upcoming shows on eye health.
0: Dr. Forrest, if folks have questions after today's show, want more information, perhaps about weight loss or dieting, uh, or they'd like to find out more information about your practice, where can they go to find that?
1: Well, they can always, after the show, listen to an on-demand podcast at WPTF.com or check it out on Apple Podcast. We also have links to that on AccessHealthRadio.com. If they have a question they'd like us to answer on the show, they can send that to AccessHealthRadio at gmail.com.
0: Dr. Forrest, it is that time of year when people uh, try to get a few pounds off. Maybe they put on a few pounds in the last few months. And uh, recently, we went over some of the best diets here on the show, and you gave us some great advice on what you thought were some of the best ones that are available right now. But I understand that when it comes to healthy weight and weight loss, pounds might not be the best measure. Tell us more.
1: Mike, for years, we have used scales as a way to determine health. Um, There are thousands of options for scales people can buy. And there are many assumptions that we have made about weight in the past that are actually wrong. And so what we're going to talk about today is how to measure your weight from a health perspective. And, you know, many people remember Peyton Manning, the quarterback. Uh, Now, by no means was he in unhealthy shape during his NFL years. However, if we used one of the common height weight charts or even body mass index, a more commonly used medical measure, he gets identified as obese uh, and very overweight. Now, he was about six foot five, but he only had a 32 inch waist. And uh, intuitively, anybody looking at him on TV uh, would not think that uh, Peyton Manning needed to go on a diet. The problem is that many body types, especially those that are athletic, or sort of at the extremes in terms of height, make things like height weight charts and even body mass index or BMI almost useless. Uh, Those traditional measures do work for average body types, you know, when you're looking at large groups of people, Mm -hmm. uh, but not everybody fits those average dimensions.
0: So if we're not going to use height weight charts or BMI, what is the best way to measure if people are overweight or their level of fitness? How do we go about doing that?
1: Well, fitness, uh, that's an entirely separate measurement, and we're going to get into that on a different show. Uh, But deciding for someone if they're overweight, uh, there's a very simple way to do it that doesn't require expensive scales, uh, body fat analysis, or anything else. All it takes is a simple tape measure. So uh, studies uh, that have been done in terms of health um, show that as long as your waist size is less than half of your height in inches – Uh, that you are medically not overweight in terms of negative health effects. In other words, if you're six foot tall, which is 72 inches, and your waist size is less than 36, then your weight is not harming your health. Uh, If we use our earlier example of Peyton Manning, the football player at 77 inches tall with a 32-inch waist, it turns out he could be up to a size 38 waist uh, without being considered overweight from a health standpoint. So he actually has six inches to spare, even though a traditional measures like BMI or height-weight charts would have said, again, that he would be overweight or obese. So let me say the formula again and also give some details because it's important how people measure it as well. So first, uh, you know, make sure you've got an accurate height on yourself. A lot of us forget that, uh, you know, over the years we might settle down a half inch or two. And so so measure yourself, uh, you know, against the wall with no shoes or socks on kind of thing and get an accurate height to start with. And then you wanna measure your waist circumference. Um, and to do that, you wanna stand and place a tape measure around your middle where the tape measure comes just above your hip bones. And this is the important part. You have to make sure that that tape measure is completely horizontal, meaning it's parallel to the ground. Uh, it can't be tilting down uh, you know, towards the floor. It needs to be going straight, straight parallel to the floor right above your hip bones. And you want to keep the tape measure snug around the waist, but not actually compressing your skin. Um, And you also want to do that measurement just after you breathe out. And as long as that number is less than half your height in inches, you don't need to lose any weight at all for medical purposes. And for most people, you know, that means under 40 inches in men or under 35 inches in women.
0: And I can't hold my breath, right? (laughs)
1: <laughs> you can let it out, but you can't hold it. That's okay. Right.
0: All right. Time now for our access health tip of the week, doc.
1: Your ideal weight is not always able to be calculated by traditional means. Uh, being less than half your height in inches at the waist is a terrific goal, but something else that can be useful is measuring percent body fat. There are devices that will measure this by putting your hands or feet on metal that measures the electrical resistance. But remember that we are 70% water, and having more or less water in our bodies, like being dehydrated, can affect that electrical resistance and make even those devices somewhat inaccurate. So again, measuring size rather than weight can be a more accurate measure. Uh, For example, there's actually calipers that measure the amount of body fat under the skin, and those can also give a more reliable measure than just a scale alone.
0: Well, Dr. Forrest, now I feel like I can throw my scale away and uh, just go with a tape measure, and I have several of those around the house, but, uh, of course, the flip side is I might not like what that says either, huh? Straight ahead. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, after the break, we're going to talk more about body types and accurately measuring weight for health. A fascinating topic today. Stick around here on Access Health Radio. We're talking about getting your accurate weight today on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us. Dr. Forrest, I know some people and especially men that wear 32-inch size pants, even though around the middle they might be more like a size 42. Can people just – you were talking about using a tape measure for measuring what weight we should be. So can I just use my pant size instead of using the tape measure?
1: Well, uh, Mike, you've seen people like I have that they, uh, they push their pants – down below their abdomen in the front, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's basically, uh, aim, their belt sometimes is aimed straight at the ground. So <laughs> you can't, you, you can't necessarily go by pant size. Uh, that's a great point. And what I tell people to do is actually use a tape measure. Um, and I know exactly what you're talking about, uh, in terms of, you know, how it can be different. So, uh, measuring at what we call your umbilicus or belly button, mm-hmm. uh, which for many people is sort of their maximum waist size is more accurate. Uh, But again, level, horizontal, parallel to the floor at just above your hip bones is is very good. Uh, It also brings up the important aspect of body shape. Uh, You know, we all know that some people carry their weight in their abdomen. And we also know other people that carry it like in their lower body. And the surprising fact is that when people are overweight, according to the scale, but carry their weight lower on their body, like in their legs, they actually tend to be healthier for a given weight. Um, So that means where you carry the weight can actually be very important. And from a medical standpoint, you know, carrying it around the middle or what we call central obesity is where that extra weight actually does the most damage and where it's most related to heart disease and type 2 diabetes.
0: Okay. So, Dr. Forrest, what is the best way to carry extra weight if you do have any?
1: Well, you know, we don't necessarily get uh, much choice about that, uh, but the lower the better. Mm -hmm. Um, When extra adipose tissue or fat is below the waist, it does not seem to relate to poor poor health outcomes nearly as much. Uh, Some people have sort of referred to body shapes as pears and apples, and it turns out that you are going to have some extra weight. Being a pear is much healthier. And uh, many people, though, just naturally have the body type that they got, you know, from genetics.
0: Dr. Forrest, besides diets and exercise, uh, what are ways that people can possibly change their body shape or their type? Do we have options?
1: Well, you know, for health, uh, diet and exercise are the mainstays of what keep us healthy and definitely are the keys for having normal weight. But often genetics is the main source of body shape or type and you know many times we'll see athletes and I'm talking about people that might swim miles in the pool each day, that might be doing a you know an hour workout every day and they still have body fat that accumulates uh, in areas that they can't seem to budge. and some people have pockets of body fat that you know even with normal weight are still larger than they would like. And that's why you know that we have medical technology now like body contouring, or what some people call thermal sculpting, and it's become very popular. Uh, you know, Many celebrities take credit for their appearance. They'll say that you know they did the perfect diet or fitness program, when, when in fact many of them have used these same medical technologies to make them the shape they want to be. One of those technologies um, that I'm very confident in is sculpture, uh, or what some people call warm sculpting, and that's a totally non-invasive treatment, meaning... Um, that it's all on the skin surface. There's no surgery or needles, and the skin surface stays at a normal temperature. Um, and the laser shines through the skin and removes unwanted fat cells permanently from the body. Um, we have many patients who actually get this done over their lunch hour because it only takes about 25 minutes, and it can remove 25% of body fat in one of those given areas. Mm. And a lot of times people can go right back to work without any residual pain or noticeable effects, And, uh, you know, again, using sculpture laser fat removal is not for weight loss. Um, It's intended to remove fat only in the areas where the device is placed, which is usually about a six to eight inch area at a time. Uh, But we've been using that technology for patients at our office for four years now. And I don't recommend, uh, you know, any of the other techniques that involve freezing the fat or where medical instruments have to puncture the skin Uh, many people have told us that those procedures uh, can be very uncomfortable, and they've had to recover or heal for a while after that. So that's why we only use the sculpture device.
0: That technology sounds really great. I know you've mentioned it on the show in the past, Uh, but some people may be wondering how expensive is that and can people afford it?
1: Well, Mike, it is expensive. Unfortunately, the equipment is cutting edge FDA approved technology that, uh, you know, millions of dollars went into researching um, and to make sure it was safe and effective and to get it approved by the FDA. Uh, and it's it's very costly to operate. I can tell you that the actual cost to operate a medical devices like that can be over a thousand dollars per day. Mm. Um, and we do the best we can, you know, at our office to make that affordable for patients. Um, typically, we're offering it at less than fifty percent of what the manufacturer actually suggests for that.
0: Straight ahead, we'll be going over the key points from today with Dr. Forrest. And our Access Health Trivia of the Week is straight ahead. This is Access Health Radio. Welcome back to Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. We're talking about your weight today, and we'll talk more about that. We've got some key points to talk about in just a moment. But first, it's time for our Access Health Trivia of the Week. Dr. Forrest.
1: Adolf Kutley, a Belgian scientist and sociologist, actually came up with the concept of BMI in the early 1800s in what he called social physics. However, the modern term body mass index, or BMI, for the ratio of human body weight to squared height, has its 50th anniversary this year. Uh, it was first published in the 1972 edition of the journal of chronic diseases by Ansel Keys and originally it was intended as a way to study the weight of large groups of people uh, but we know now it does poorly at judging the weight of an individual, which is why waist circumference is a better measure.
0: Yeah, I th- which I think is absolutely fascinating. This has been a, a topic that uh, I've been really paying attention to today. But let's go over some of those take-home messages today, Dr. Forrest, about determining if you are overweight and your body type. what would What would you want folks to take home today?
1: Well, first... Height and weight charts and tables really only serve as a general guide for people with average body types. They are not accurate for determining obesity or unhealthy weight in people with certain builds. Um, also, body mass index is a measure that has been around for years now to more accurately determine this, but it's also flawed in many people. Um, a great general guide for people to determine if their weight is where it should be from a health standpoint is just having the goal be to measure themselves at the waist circumference uh, with a tape measure, fit it around your waist, and make sure that, that whatever that number is, it's less than half your height in inches. Remember, in women, that's generally going to be under 35 inches at, as the waist circumference, and in men, under 40 inches. Um, and remember, it doesn't mean... Uh, you know, doing the tape uh, measure so that it's pulled so tight you can't breathe. It doesn't mean placing it under your abdomen uh, or where it changes based on, like you were talking about, inhaling and exhaling. You know, you want to make sure it's just over the hip bones and that it's parallel to the floor. It's not angled down. Um, And if that number, again, is under 40 in men, under 35 in women, from a medical standpoint, uh, you're in a good shape. And, uh, you know, lastly, you know, if you are at a normal weight and you're in shape but you have some bulges or you have some extra body fat and stubborn areas that you want to permanently remove then technology like sculpture which is that warm laser technology can effectively reduce that um, and we've seen that in people who you know for my purposes as a physician sometimes I look at people and see that they seem like they're a very healthy weight and that, that from a weight loss standpoint they really don't have anything else they need to do Um, but they may not be happy with, you know, how they look or the way their clothes fit or Mm -hmm. things like that. Right. And so that type technology can be used to help them out with that. Um, again, I I think that, you know, whenever anybody goes to their uh, doctor's office and gets their weight taken and their height taken, uh, pretty much they're always going to get this BMI number calculated. And I know that can be very frustrating for people. Sometimes they, you know, they've lost weight, they've exercised, they've gotten down to, Uh, the weight that they think is appropriate for them, but they keep getting told that their BMI is too high. Um, And that can even matter for things like life insurance policies. You know, Um, you know, when people apply for things and and height and weight go into those things, Mm -hmm. uh, it can determine life insurance rates. And, uh, you know, I would always ask if you do get a a higher insurance premium on a a policy uh, because of your weight, Um, ask if waist circumference is an option. If you feel like you are athletically built or that the BMI really doesn't reflect your weight, uh, it may actually not reflect, you know, your weight from a health standpoint. And so I would ask for an alternative means. And uh, as we've talked about today, you know, waist circumference is more accurate in terms of health uh, than BMI is. Again, BMI was meant to study you know, large populations when they wanted to see, you know, if certain areas of the country were overall healthier than others. And, mm-hmm. you know, they've got a ranking nationally. Uh, I should have looked and saw where the triangle stands on that, but they've got a, <laughs> a, a national ranking by BMI, you know, of where people are the most overweight, but that doesn't take into account individuals. And so sometimes a BMI for an individual um, may point in a, a, a certain direction, uh, but it may not give us enough detailed information about their health status. Um, But from a healthy standpoint, again, less than half your height in inches or a good guideline is under 40 in men and under 35 in women.
0: Now, you mentioned that laser technology called Sculpture. If listeners want to find out more information about laser body contouring and fat reduction, where can they get that information?
1: Well, first, uh, you know, health is more important than appearance and uh, getting healthy is key. So, you know, we do have a medical and doctor of pharmacy supervised weight loss program at our office, um, you know, and that's fifty five dollars per month. and includes lab work and visits and everything for that. Um, but if listeners are interested in learning about that program or they want to learn about the sculpture laser fat reduction, they can call nine 919- one Three six three zero one nine zero. Again, that's nine one nine three six three zero one nine zero. Or they can request an appointment at easyappointment one two three at gmail.com.
0: Well, Dr. Forrest, thanks so much. It's been a fascinating thirty minutes today, but that's all the time we have.
1: Hopefully, you'll be able to use this information to keep yourself healthier overall. Our scripture this week is from Psalm one thirty nine, verse fourteen I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Radio Show, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.